<clears throat> In the name of the one holy and undivided Trinity. Amen. The more I sat with our scripture for this morning, the more the image of God as a cosmic midwife continued to pop up in my mind. Now I know we're not yet in the season of Advent, our time of anticipating the birth of Jesus. But how can you not think of the anticipation of new birth when the last words of our gospel are birth pangs? This image of God as cosmic midwife reminded me so much of a retreat that two of my classmates and I took just before the start of our senior year in the fall of 2020. Let's recap. The pandemic and isolation was in full force. Racially based violence had recently taken the lives of Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and many others. And we were all becoming so much more aware of the health and wealth gap that plague so many in our country. The world was seemingly both crashing in and falling apart all around us and within us. We didn't know what to do with all of this chaos. It seems a bit silly to ask, considering the past year and a half, but how many of you know this feeling? When the unimaginable becomes reality, when everything around you or within you, or both, seems to be shattering, and you have little hope in knowing how to pick up the pieces, let alone attempt to put the pieces back together. Maybe you felt like we did back then. We needed to step away. We needed a space to find groundedness. We needed to give our hearts and souls and bodies renewed hope and life in the midst of so much chaos. I imagine some of us still feel this way for lots of different reasons. I know I do sometimes. And what my friends and I realized almost two years ago was that for us there was so much power in envisioning God as a cosmic midwife, coming coming alongside us, surrounding us, journeying with us through those extremely difficult birth pangs. It was so powerful that we decided to focus our time together on this theme, Divine Midwife, what God is birthing through you. Something new was happening. It was painful. And we believed there was new birth to be expected. And for some of us today, something new is happening. It is painful. And we believe that we are anticipating a new birth that is coming. I hear Jesus in our scripture this morning describing this divine midwife who's surrounding us is inviting us and the disciples into a couple of things. To be open to possibility. 
peacefully abide, to be discerning, and to lean into challenge. Our passage this morning begins with the disciples. They're awestruck at the physical beauty of the temple. But Jesus' response, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left here upon another. All will be thrown down. Most certainly must have taken them by surprise. Corruption that Jesus was exposing in Jerusalem. The disciples were focused on an image and what that image signified to them. Jesus challenges the disciples and us to let go of what we think we know and to imagine something drastically different. When we can allow ourselves to imagine something different, we open ourselves to the radical possibility found in God's love. But I imagine, like many of us would, the disciples want to know. When will this be? And what will be the sign that all these things are about to be accomplished? If they're going to experience a drastic transformation that feels scary and even unimaginable, the disciples want to have all the information. Oftentimes, we can find ourselves struggling to imagine with God because we, like the disciples, want all of the details. We desire the security that knowledge provides. But grasping for the details does not allow us to peacefully abide in a loving God who desires for us the space to imagine abundantly, without fear and without anxiety. And while Jesus' response to the disciples sound like a sidestep to their question, Beware that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name and say, I am he and they will lead many astray, is so perfectly on point. Jesus is reminding us of the challenge that as we explore deeply the unknown of new possibility and transformation, we might find ourselves out of fear, anxiety, or shame, or anger, leaning into others, who claim to have all of the answers that we seek. But God's love invites us to open ourselves so that we can peacefully abide, where we become better able to discern our Creator's voice, feel the movement of the Spirit, and draw nearer to Christ. If that wasn't enough, Jesus then names that the disciples will hear of war and rumors of war. Nation will rise against nation, and there will be famines and earthquakes. But the end is still to come. This is but the beginning of the birth pangs. Not only is Jesus inviting us to imagine something radically different, but he is also saying going to be hard and difficult. And you will probably experience this more than once. 
it sounds really heavy. It can feel heavy. If things seem bad now, they're maybe probably going to get worse. But while our scripture and sometimes our lives can be called a little apocalypse, this isn't meant to scare us or predict end times so that we can be in the cosmic knowing of it all. The purpose of apocalyptic literature is to inspire hope, not so fear. And if we're honest, all of this is often what radical transformation feels like, right? Letting go of what we think we know to imagine a new possibility. Peacefully abiding so that we can imagine abundantly. Learning to trust in the fact that we don't have all of the answers, and they probably don't either. And challenges are transformative, though extremely difficult. And as we transform, this new birth emerges when we choose to do something different. And that, my friends, is good news. Our gospel text this morning ultimately reminds us that God, as our cosmic midwife, is with us and surrounds us through even the worst of birth pangs to comfort, calm, encourage, support, guide, and facilitate our journey towards a liberated and transformed life in Christ. Something new is happening. It is painful, and God is with us. So, what is the divine midwife birthing through you? Be well, my friends.